Hari Om. Can you all hear me? सहनावतो सहनो भुनक्तो सहवेद्यंकरवावहै तेजस्विनावधीतमस्तुमावेद्विशावहै ओम शांते 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 ही गुरुर् ब्रह्मा गुरुर् विष्णु हो गुरुर् देवो महेश्वरा हा गुरुरेव परम ब्रह्मा तस्मै श्री गुरवे नमः तस्मै श्री गुरवे नमः वे स्टिल इन दी फोर्टी फर्स्ट श्लोका पूर्व आर्द्रा इस बीन कंप्लीटेड नाउ दी उत्तर आर्द्रा and the second half has to be completed. So repeat the 41st sloka again. Udbhava Kshobhano Devaha Shri Garbha Parameshwaraha Karanam Karanam Karta Vikarta Gahano Guhaha Karanam Karanam Karta Vikarta All these words indicate about that Paramatma who is manifesting himself in the form of creator. Karanam. See, yesterday we were seeing, right? If a little pronunciation here and there and it, the meaning changes. So, similarly, here. Between Karanam and Karanam, if you are writing in English, both seem to be having the same spelling. Right? Karanam, Karanam, both look Karanam. What does Karanam mean? 
karana means that through which karya is performed that through which an action is performed can you all hear me why because i am trying to speak and i am expressing through my speech speech becomes my karanam but just because i speak it need not be so loud enough that the entire hall gets the sound of it therefore i speak through the another upakaranam there is another uh, assisting karana karana that through which this act of speech becomes possible loud that becomes the pa system so the karana means any kind of instrument <clears throat> now these instruments that paramatma uses to create this beautiful world and the reason that every aspect of it is so beautiful is because he has uniquely designed each one of this splendid world with his own hands see when somebody is it happens and i observe this and i chuckle to myself one day there was uh, a dish full of something you know in a potluck and uh, i had not actually cooked it but i had helped them with certain chores around that main thing so that was not getting sold so this lady immediately you know said this was you know cooked by swami ji i was like i was like what but before i could react all those people who had neglected that came back and it was clean <laughs> i was observing and i said you know, people have that's why you know when uh, you have say certain sweets or something oh it's a sweet uh, it's prasad oh and then they'll put their hand forward and then try to eat so the moment you say it as a prasad because it has been offered to the lord have you ever been a collector of some kind that you know people have this hobbies of collecting uh, unique coins people have the habit of collecting stamps or uh, signatures autographs so i was at somebody's house and uh, there was a you know a small uh, odd sized book i didn't know what it was so i just picked it up and uh, not that i threw it but i put it in such a way that it had to fly from my hand and land on that table so i just did the kid who was doing homework on his table immediately jumped off the table and you know came running and i said 
Do you know what it is? Jeez, give me a break. This happened long time ago. Okay. I said, what it is? See it, you will know it. I'm seeing it. I don't know it. You may as well tell me. No, not like that. Open it and see. I said, okay. What do you? I'm sure, you want me to open it? I, said, okay. I took it and I, so there were all these famous cricketers and you know all these uh, actors, actresses. So their signatures, personalized to him. So wherever he gets the opportunity, he carries it around, and he's a collector. You know, all these great people have signed in here. There is one person here in Dallas. He has uh, a certificate kind of a thing, uh, which has been signed by. Eight or nine or seven—I don't know—some odd number of presidents. They have signed on that paper. Presidents of U.S. and uh, on that very page, there are you no know, various senators, and you know he's, he's collected it. So I said, "What are you going to do with it?" So he said, "This will be a collector's item." So, so but what will you do? <coughs> I probably will hand it down as in my will to my son or my child, so that whenever needed, if they auction it in a later period, it will have a lot of value to it. Piece of paper with some scribbled lines on it. No, this is presidents. You know, all of them they have signed on it. It looks pretty authentic, and he carries it everywhere and shows it to everybody. And doesn't open it. Be you know that plastic wrap that has. He doesn't anybody allow anybody touch it. But he shows it to everybody. That you know, this is being signed by these many people. It's unique. Uh, when I used to eat chocolates, you know, <coughs> somebody went to Switzerland and they said, "This is one of a kind of the chocolates from me." And what is so unique about it? I said, in the entire world, that is the only place you will get this kind of chocolate. I said they have one shop, <laughs> and the way they promote it and market it is from the entire world. This is the only shop that you will ever get this kind of chocolate. I said, even when I was growing up, in our, on our uh, street that I was growing on. The tea wala in the corner uh, tea stall. He was also unique tea stall because, on, like him, nobody else could make a tea. Right? If you want to market it that way, say something is very unique, something very special. Now what is the speciality of this entire universe? That it was handmade. The entire creation was handmade by Bhagwan. In fact, when I travel uh, through Himalayas, I wonder. You know, Himalayas is a place where <coughs> Bhagwan Shiva and Parvati, along with uh, Kartikeya and Ganesha, grew up. So 
so my guess is because the the mountains there in himalayas are with such loose soil that a little rain and it starts you know the slush starts uh, flowing down so my my own imagination that both uh, ganesha and kartikeya must have been troubling parvati amma so she must have given them uh, you know buckets or some kind of a glass and start making heaps of it so they must have left it and those heaps are called himalayas my imagination in every aspect of it whether it is a flower or a leaf or a a bird or a river everything is so beautiful in its own pristine beauty because it is handmade directly by god himself every aspect of this creation is that way it's not just like only i am created by god huh they're not you no. everything is created by god and each one is a unique expression karanam then it also can be extrapolated <coughs> that as a human being identified with this body he also functions as this karanam as the eyes ears nose you know sense of uh, taste and touch through all these upakaranas he is alone the one who is expressing he is the one who enlivens all these things therefore he is karanam instrument karanam karanam he is the material cause this we have seen umpteen number of times within this last two weeks do you remember for this creation to be created there are three causes what are the three causes material cause instrumental cause and intelligence cause upadana nimittancha karanam he is both both meaning what both the material cause as well as the intelligence cause the material cause also includes the instrumental cause and because the instrumental clause has been already said so here we will take only the two that paramatma himself see with difference between the other religions and hinduism one of the ma- major they say that everything belongs to god everything is god's whether you look into islam or christianity or judaism or various other religions they say all this creation is god's whereas we remove the apostrophes it is not just gods but it is god himself so that is when we would be logically able to justify that the entire creation is divine what about good and bad good and bad is purely incidental to the individual's mind 
good and bad is as dependent on the individual's mind what may be defined as good by me may not be defined as good by you i said this earlier too and my food habits i eat extremely spicy sometimes that statement has given me a backlash too <coughs> i was in uh, california and this lady asked me uh, it, they say that you eat spicy what is your spice level so i said usually that's what they say right 0 to 10 i can handle 10 Zero being uh, least or not at all, and ten being the maximum. So whatever she understood. So it was nice thali, and there were about eight different cups, you know, katoris, in which different uh, things were there. And first round was roti. I usually serve everything first. and then see the capacity of man and then continue that day luckily i did not serve everything into my plate i just put one thing in and took one roti and by the second bite okay i i i start sensing that uh, you know my eyes are uh, swelling up nose is uh, burning and the entire tongue to my pit of my stomach there is a burning sensation and i can feel hot vapors coming out of my ears nose and eyes so i thought maybe this one is that way so i took the next one i usually don't sweat while eating spicy food i had beads of sweat developing and people said who were looking are you okay you're turning colors <laughs> i was turning into a little uh, you know reddish and that was equally spicy that i tried the third one and this was just a third bite okay first bite i was shaken up second bite i was uh, you know jittery a third bite i put the food down i called that host I said what exactly did you do So you said zero to ten. So I got these uh, no Mexican red round chilies. They're literally this small, and very spicy. Okay, little more spicier than habaneros. I don't know what the word it is. So she had ground ten per katori. I said zero to ten. You can handle ten. Okay, take ten. on a table it is hilarious <clears throat> when on one side i am sitting and next to me is our beloved swami ji from chicago swami sharananand ji see if my if his food comes by mistake into my plate it's not end of the world <laughs> 
But if miss by mistake my food gets into his world when I mean his plate, it's the end of the world. Because what is defined as good by me need not be good for him. And what is defined by good as by him need not be good for me. Each one based on our own likes and dislikes, we define good and bad accordingly. Therefore, vastu in itself is neither good nor bad. Vastu is vastu. So, I asked this question, is knife good or bad? And people do not get my question. The kind of answers that I usually get is, it depends. I said, understand my question first. Is knife good or bad? The answer is neither. It is neither good nor bad, it is a vastu. It is an object. It is neither good nor bad. Goodness and badness of the knife comes into picture according to the utility and the intentions of the one who is utilizing it. So, we do not divide the world in saying that all that which is good is God's and all that which is bad is Satan, Shaitan as the case may be. Everything is divine essentially, it is neither good nor bad, it is divine. But we do not see that divinity because of our own prejudices of likes and dislikes with which and the most amazing part is that which is good today for me. At a different mindset, at a different time zone or a different uh, environment may not be good for me. I said, you know, I like spicy things. And what if I have uh, these, uh, what do you call them? Chale padte na Ulcers, you know, mouth ulcers. Uh, you eat spicy, right? Eat. I have mouth ulcers. No, eat. That is bad now. <laughs> that which I have defined as good now becomes bad. I am just giving you an example, easy one to correlate to. So, the entire creation, both the material as well as the intelligence cause behind, is Paramatma himself. Therefore, the entire creation is Paramatma. Karanam, Karanam. Karta, Karta, Karta is the doer. Who is the actual doer? It is not the ego. Ego does not have any standpoint of validity of existence. What is ego? Ahankara, right? What forms this ahankara? What substantiated what substantiates it is the doership and enjoyership. But what forms the ahankara? 
by two non-existing variables. Everything that is uh, the result of the dead past is one half of ego. Based off of it, we project into the future as to what can be. So that which is unborn future and that which is dead past, non-existing variables coming together is the formation or the basic um, texture of this ego. Do you all have your visiting cards? Right? On your visiting card, you have your name and then title and then some people also print their education qualification as well, dr dot xyz md uh, i don't know what what all do you add there can you rattle off some name some alphabet m a b c d various things you know mh mph md phd so this fellow had you know dr dot mahender singh on the main road, there was an accident. I said, I know this doctor here, Mahinder Singh. Let's go there. So, in the middle of the night, they took the patient, you know, some accident fellow, and knocked his door. I said, Mahinder Singh ji. So, he came out. I said, What happened? So, the, the, the poor fellow met with an accident. You are the one nearest doctor. I said, Who told you I'm a doctor? I said, You have no, no, on your board, it says DR uh, Mahinder Singh. I said, DR people think that it is doctor, but it means driver. <clears throat> so, somebody who was, you know, married, <clears throat> did not work out, got a divorce, so he started distributing his cards, not wedding card, the visiting cards. And there, uh, again Mahinder Singh, BA. Said, when did you do your uh, bachelor's? No, it is bachelor again, BA. Then in couple of months he got uh, engaged, married, and then uh, he had Mahinder Singh, MA, married again. You have various titles, right? So all these titles put together is the result of your past actions. Based on that experience, you project into the future that I should be doing this, I should be aiming for this, I should be gaining this, I should be earning this. So both put together is the existential reality of ego which is non-existent. One is dead, the other one is unborn. By whose presence the organs of action, perception, mind, intellect can seamlessly function without the existence or the nuisance of the ego tampering with any system. It is the presence of that 
Paramatma who is actually the Karta who makes these instruments function. When somebody asks, who built Taj Mahal? What is the natural answer? Shah Jahan. But did he sit there and carve? Nothing. It was those artisans who actually built. But who gets credited? Shah Jahan. He is the Karta. He is the power and resource because of whose presence these hands and legs can function in creating it. Similarly, because of the presence of Paramatma, these organs of perception, action, mind, intellect and memory function. Therefore, he is called Karta. Karta also means Swatantrataha. Swatantrataha. He is independent. He does not have to depend on anything is that resourceful. Have you built a house? There is a saying in my native language <coughs> that if you really need a good hands-on experience of handling people, I said, get two people married, organize a wedding, then you will have a good experience. I mean, even building a house. Have you built a house? It is not that you know you give an order and they say that you know I have select this model, build. Involved in every nitty gritty detail, a custom made home. And there is a reason why it is called custom made home, because it is done with lot of custom. Custom in uh, Sanskrit means with lot of pain, <laughs> kashta. Therefore, it is custom made. How many you know people, how many resources that you have to pull in? First of all, if you want to be the um, builder yourself, the people who have that kind of uh, <coughs> enthusiasm. I want to build my own house and I want to be the builder myself. So, you have to go through your some basic uh, certification and then you pass through that certification and then you get the qualification that you can now safely be called a builder. Otherwise, <laughs> you fall. Who built it? There should be some norm, right? So, the builder, you get a certification. And then, Baba, how many things that you have to bring in? You have to first get the county, you have to get the approvals, you have to get the architect, and then uh, you know, get a blueprint and uh, get the approvals again. After the approvals are done, then you contact. Uh, contact a contractor and the contractor uh, will sublease it to various people. There is a plumber, there is a builder, there is a various people that have to be resourced. And somewhere mid path, 
you get frustrated working with so many components you are day in day out day in day out all that you are doing is you you do bring that coordinating this to build one house and to get one wedding done especially the uh, indian wedding nakhre hote wa nakhre matlab samajhte it is such uh, you know pampered you know boy side ha pomp and show no i'm not talking about the pomp and show part wo hoga nahi hoga that's fine i'm talking of the attitude of people i am from the boy side get me heavens and you better be getting it and for the silliest the slightest of the thing they'll start making complaints oh this was not there this was there but you know it was not that great i went to the other wedding if i would have been there get up go to that wedding only <laughs> i would have said that so you have to show lot of patience and then you know okay fine i'll get you that will not be well, but you know you'll have to adjust with this this is the best that i can you have to be dependent on so many variables frustrating now for paramatma he is swatantra 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 karta he does not have to depend on anything anybody because he alone exists therefore he is when it whenever he is called as karta it means he is independent of all that which has been created he is independent of the instruments he is independent of any kind of support he exists independently karta supposing you know you <clears throat> cook something delicious you know take time cook something delicious and each one of the family members has their own uh, little taste somebody likes uh, you know if somebody likes uh, okra it has to be fried somebody say i don't like okra it's sticky sticky yeah. so there is one kid who likes something there is another like the husband like something you yourself like something else so you took time and cooked specially catered to each person's taste buds and they are all coming in different times at night so you text them saying this is yours this is in this kind of a label eat and it has been ready it's on the table it's already set all that you have to do is serve yourself eat and you go to sleep next day morning you get up 
and whatever you laid out on the table is as eats nothing has been touched nothing has been eaten and then you ask what happened oh i had something else okay if it was once in a while like that it's fine okay beta theek next time you have something like that let me know so that i don't need to put such effort and then they call you and said is something ready i'm coming a little late but keep something ready and again they come again they, they don't touch it how would you feel after the third time now let me hear patience is a virtue ha 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 you feel like you know heck with this how much can they just you know call once or even text once and say i'm not being why this does your steam not burst out see paramatma is a karta just let's take one sample of his karta in a great uh, glory how many of us have the opportunity to see the sun rise every day everybody has how many of you really see a sunrise every day none you may miss once in a month okay huh i know बहाने and the amazing part is every single day he comes out with such exuberance such radiating colors such amazing spectrum that he creates that every single day there is a new spectacle that he brings forth vikarta vikarta vishesha karta everything that is brought in is special yes extraordinary special and what is the best part without getting frustrated that i bring the best of my caliber out here in my just a example the sunrise सब के सब निकम में है सोते रहते हैं वाई शुड आई इवन गेट पुट सन देर डन इन स्पाइट ऑफ ऑल दैट ही इज सच विगता करता डज नॉट हैव एनी काइंड ऑफ डूअरशिप और एंजॉयरशिप 
associated with it without expectations. He does his best again and again and again without expectations. That is called truly an inspired living, wherein you bring forth your best, whether you are recognized or not, whether it is uh, utilized, whether it has been appreciated or not, whether people bask in it or not, but every single thing expresses forth with that kind of amazing exuberance. That is called vikarta, karanam karanam karta, vikarta. Where can I find this God? You know, you talk such great things about God, where can I find Him? Because I have this <coughs> in one of the Devi groups, I get a amazing sample. So, suddenly this, uh, I am explaining uh, that Paramatma is cannot be seen through the organs of perception, action or even the mind and intellect, okay. because he is not a feeling, he is not a concept, he is not a taste, he is not a smell, he is not, I am explaining this. As soon as the explanation is done, this lady goes, she says, but I want to see that Paramatma, I want to know how he feels. All that I can say is Gahanaha. Gahana, that which is not just difficult, but that which is impossible to be known through the organs of perception, action, mind, and intellect or memory. None of these faculties work in cognizing Paramatma. Each one is a limited zone, limited realm. Organs of perception can perceive their individual field of perception alone. They cannot even perceive something which the other organ perceives. When somebody gives you to uh, taste something, what do you do? Do you do, huh, salt is okay or uh, salt is okay. Huh, salt is fine. What do you do? Put it on your own tongue. And these cooks are very chalu people. They cook and expect somebody else to taste. I do not have an insurance policy. You cooked, you taste. <laughs> Why do I have to be the Balika Bakra? <clears throat> the tongue cannot see, it cannot smell, it cannot touch. The tongue can only taste. 
the eyes cannot smell the eyes cannot hear the eyes cannot taste it can only see the mind can function only in the realm of known it cannot function in the realm of unknown intellect can function in the unknown parameters as well and keeps investigating until it is known but paramatma is unknowable by that intellect as well because paramatma is not a concept you can understand something as a concept kenopanishad goes even further it says if you think you have understood paramatma logically then you have failed understanding anything about paramatma why it cannot be understandable you can understand only that which is a concept and that which is not a concept how can you dare say that i understood paramatma so after kenopanishad is explained the guru there says have you understood the message of this upanishad have you understood that paramatma so there is every guru says yes 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 get out go do your sadhana and come because it is not a concept gahana स्वरूपम सामर्थ्यम च इष्टितम वातस्य ज्ञातुम न शक्यते इति गहनः न शक्यते दैट हुज ट्रू नेचर हुज कैपेसिटीज हुज एक्ट्स कैन नॉट बी अंडरस्टूड और टू बी नोन बाय एनी नोन पैरामीटर्स ऑफ टुडेज एक्सपीरियंशियल नॉलेज So then one might wonder okay, at this point, why in heaven am I studying the scriptures then? Did that question pop in all your heads? Okay, I see at least seven heads nodding, which is quite a majority. we read scriptures so that the intellects lack of clarity is removed that is the only purpose of scriptural study to tune the mind and intellect towards that paramatma which cannot be gained through the mind and intellect to understand that flawlessly is where scriptures work and it is only the vedic scriptures that claim that say very clearly having merged with paramatma having become one with it in such state no other scripture no other religious book ever claims this vedas claim it what does it say tatra vedaha avedaha bhavanti having become one with that paramatma in that state 
Vedas become redundant. What kind of uh, courage that the rishis must have had to say that? To imagine uh, any other religion taking a religious book saying it is redundant. Just even try saying it. And it is not said somewhere else. It is said within the scriptures, within the Vedas, saying in that absolute experience, uh, this book which is referring to that state becomes redundant. It is like when you are already having the pudding, that which you have you know, put lot of elaborate effort in making it and the proof is in the pudding as they say, then you are already tasting it. Do you require that, uh, not many what you call it, recipe book again? In that experience, the recipe book becomes redundant. Because you have already practiced it. You are already one with it. Gahanaha. <clears throat> the next word says Guhaha. Guhaha. That which is concealed. Concealed by what? <clears throat> Nija mayaya iti swarupadi guhate samvrunoti iti. Nija mayaya. What is the Nija maya here? As we are being released into this world. As if you know, Bhagwan opened this, you know, the uh, top portion, and half uh, spoon, quarter spoon, ego. Avidya. Avidya of what? Of our own true nature. And why are we not being able to identify our own true nature? Because ego knows that the moment that pursuit begins, its existence, meaning the ego's existence is in jeopardy. It will have to lose its own existence in pursuit of the true real identity. Therefore, when you have, <clears throat> I mean, have you observed that whenever there is a Samashti Puja or uh, Samashti Bhiksha, you will have lots of people. If you announce something very glamorously put, Sarva Loka Hita Ashta Aishwarya Siddhi Pradata Pradayaka Sahasra Lakshmi Puja. That whole title has to be printed. This space will be overwhelmingly crowded 
but to understand that paramatmic satta there will always be very few courageous ones always why because the ego has to be ready and that's why the upanishad says who gains that atma tattva the one who has dhairya dhairya meaning the one who has both endowed with courage and patience such one alone gains to that highest state until then it remains hidden it remains concealed guha <coughs> Now going further into the next shloka. Repeat after me. Vyavasayo vyavasthana ha. Samsthana sthana dodhruva ha. Repeat again. संस्थान स्थान दो ध्रुव परुष्टुभेक्षण स्पष्ट तुष्ट पुष्ट थ्री डिफरेंट वर्ड व्यवसाय व्यवस्थान संस्थान स्थानद ध्रुव परर्दी परम और परमस्पष्ट तुष्ट पुष्ट शुभेक्षण व्यवसाय व्यवसाय What does vyavasaya mean? Because in many uh, native languages, the meaning of vyavasaya means occupation, which could be farming. <coughs> What does vyavasaya mean? He says, "Samvin matra swarupatvat vyavasaya." Samvit matra swarupatvat vyavasaya. To be resolute in life is the expression of paramatma. always get to a confusing point cuz we have heard our elders scream at us yell at us sometimes fortunately enough tell us <coughs> and they seem to be contradicting themselves 
what do they say they say that if you want to be somebody in life be firm have you heard this and then as though in the same breath they also seem to be telling us that if you really want to grow successful in life you should know when to be flexible in life you are like listening you are confused tell me one thing should i be firm should i be flexible when i want to be flexible you say i have to be firm when i am firm you say i have to be flexible i am confused i am lost it is not just a, a confusion at our own level when you are talking to the next generation the confusion seems to carry its own humor in a different flavor don't they challenge you about flexibility and being firm so where can you be firm and where can you be flexible <clears throat> let me take this example you have you used gps you have all of you have used right gps so you have set from you know this location to wherever address that you want you selected that address typed it in and you said start and you go on to that highway or <coughs> that particular road as you are moving forward there is this uh, flashing lights the road has been blocked some terrible accident has happened and there is this cop who is with the red you know thing is is moving you saying that you know all of you need to go to this and suddenly it has been diverted what does the gps immediately do once you take the diversion it reroutes so you are being both flexible and being firm now in this example what were you firm on and what were you flexible about ah firmness is with regards to the goal and destination whereas the flexibility is with regards to the the route or the routing now let me also state it does not mean that you conclude that the goals justify the means that in order to reach there i can do any hanky panky stuff so that i can reach there so when uh, the, the road is cordoned off it is blocked and you see that the opposite side of the road is 
open and you know there is hardly any traffic you have done it in india so immediately go to the other side of the road there is only just this stretch and this stretch is empty can you do it i know you can but what will happen what are the repercussions guilt head on collision with the car coming or with the judge after your court you become a risk life threat both for yourself as well as for somebody else though the, it seems to be a, a fair path justified that it is just you know just this bit and then i'll go back to that side of the road if you have been diverted in one direction follow the direction so your goals cannot justify the means the means also have to be righteous but the firmness the resolute nature of the intellect to reach to that goal that has been set and what is the goal that we are talking about here it's not about few pennies or few uh, pounds i had to lose certain pounds or i had to gain certain uh, you know earn more wealth these are accomplishments okay we are not talking about that what is it that one needs to be resolute about to find that which is permanent and eternal while performing various and executing various responsibilities duties and obligations still having the highest priority is to find that permanent eternal truth while you are going through various of these cycles of duties responsibilities and obligations that buddhi where this resolute nature exists is called vyavasaya and in such buddhi paramatma has already started showing his expression avatar in your mind therefore in bhagavad gita also he says vyavasayatmika buddhi ekeha kurunandana that mind that intellect where there is this firm resolute nature you become one with paramatma vyavasayatmika buddhi ekeha kurunandana kuru karmaiva tasmatvam therefore you perform the actions as the act itself without the doership and enjoyership vyavasayaha <clears throat> vyavasthanaha what does vyavasthana mean 
again this also has a little uh, native language touch in various languages. What does Javasthana mean? Javasthana. Have you ever used it in your language? Vyavasthana. Vyavastha. What does Vyavastha mean? An arrangement. Hmm. Vyavasthana does not mean arrangement. Vyavasthana means Asmin vyavasthitihi sarvasya iti vyavasthana. <clears throat> that by which or that which is the basis of everything, that which is the uh, connecting substratum of everything, that which is the basis of everything that which is the connecting substratum of everything. Which brings in different kinds of vyavastha, that basis which connects everything and keeps that stability in different vyavastha. different functions. Some examples would be easy to understand. For the government to function seamlessly and efficiently in any country, there should be one binding cohesive javasthana, what they call it as a preamble, constitution. And once that constitution is set, then there are different governing agencies which take the vyavastha, the system, the system of uh, law and order, the system of justice, the system of health care, okay, let us not go there, the system of you know, various things. So, that the governance is seamless, efficient. Similarly, Paramatma is that basis of everything and in order to run the entire you know, prapancha in a very seamless manner, what does he do? He has Lokapaladhyaha, <coughs> Lokapaladi, Adhikara, there are various kinds of vyavastha. In the system of creation, there is uh, Ishvara. Ishvara then becomes Brahma, Vishnu, Maheshwara. And Brahma Shakti is Saraswati, Vishnu Shakti is Lakshmi, and uh, Ishvara, Maheshwara Shakti is Parvati. Then there are the uh, vyavastha of the natural forces, Agni, Vayu, Varuna, Indra, who is the controller of all these natural resources, Lokapala, Dhyaha, various system is put in place. 
there are kinds of various um, things that can be born into this creation. There is a vyavastha for that. Broadly classified, there are four kinds. What are these four kinds? Jarayuja, Andaja, Udbija, and Swedaja. Jarayuja, Jarayuja, that which is born from a womb. So, we are talking of mammals. Jarayuja. Then the second classification is Andaja. Anda is a Sanskrit word. It should not be a surprise. Anda, Pinda, Brahmanda, all the root words there is Anda. So, Anda means born from a egg. Swedaja. Swedaja, that which is born out of sweat or moisture. And then the last one is Udbhija. Udbhija, that which penetrates through the earth and comes. So, all kinds of creation vyavastha is classified. Then the, uh, the seamless function of the entire uh, community or entire nation or kingdom. So, there is a think tank envisioning people. Then there are those who protect Kshatriya, Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra. Every country, every system, whether you believe it in a caste system or not, see what happens is how our Sanskrit has been translated by the French and the Germans in the initial days into English has put a lot of chains of bondage into those words. Varna means color, meaning color of the mind, color of the mindset of what kind of mindset we carry is called Varna, but it was interpreted as caste. And now it has become casteism. So there are various things to be discussed, but you know, the four Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra. Then there is Brahmacharya, Grihastha, Vanaprastha, and Sanyas Ashrama. Like that, if you look at the Vyavastha, there are so many kinds of Vyavastha that have been set in place. The one who is the basis for all this Vyavastha to exist in its place and function seamlessly, he is called Paramatma. Therefore, he is also known as Vyavasthanam, Vyavasayo, Vyavasthanaha, Samsthanaha. Samsthanaha, what does it mean? I know in all languages we have the word samsthan. What does samsthan mean? Samsthana organization or what else? 
it is an organized existence, right? Same thing. <coughs> so, samsthana means an establishment. Here, Sanskrit also continues with the same meaning. Samsthana means an establishment. An ultimate establishment, samsthana. Now, why is it called samsthana? That which gives refuge to everything and everyone without any taint of uh, partial being, being impartial that which gives refuge to the entire creation such establishment is paramatma therefore he is called samsthana now whichever word that you can will come in through the vishnu sahasranama there are names wherein those names are like Kaha, Kaha means who, who also means Paramatma, Kim, what also means Paramatma. All these different words, whichever name that you take is finally the praise of the Lord himself. Now he goes to an extent wherein he says, that even if you utter a meaningless word, it still is calling out to that Lord alone. When you call your mother, what do you say? Amma, Ma, Mom, But as a child, when the child is born, does a child know to call the mother as Amma or Ma? No. What does a child do? Make lots of sounds. Any sound made by the child, isn't it get addressed by the mother alone? Does it make sense? That who is the final refuge of anything uttered, cried out, saying, whether you believe in God or not, the one who still reaches out impartially, without any prejudices, without any personal favoritisms, reaches out to that one who is in need and gives that refuge. Therefore, he is called now, all these establishments that you are talking about, different kingdoms, what is the king's job? Is it not to give, provide that refuse to everybody that come and seek sanctity there? Find that sanctuary there in that kingdom? In today's language, it is called asylum, that which can provide asylum to everybody. Uh, with various uh, political asylum, uh, various 
here we call it refuge the final refuge abode for everybody so don't keep waiting and you know i have not read sanskrit or you know i have never grown in a, a spiritual environment how does it matter in fact i go to such an extreme have you looted anybody's wealth consciously of course yes or no don't look at me with the doubtful faces ha huh, others have you uh, killed anybody have you uh, plundered anybody have you stole their property others property ratnakara did all these things who is ratnakara that who grew up to become the great valmiki when he was such a in such a wretched condition and he was himself accepted by the lord do you think he'll reject us so he does not look at you know what kind of face or what kind of uh, literate or illiterate that we are what kind of purity of intention that we carry to reach to him that is alone what पत्रम पुष्पम फलम तोयम यो में भक्तिया प्रयच्छति वेदर यू गिव फ्रूट फ्लावर लीफ और जस्ट वॉटर इट डज नॉट मैटर वॉट यू आर ऑफरिंग इट इज दूड ऑफ डिवोशन एटीट्यूड ऑफ सर्विट्यूड दैट इज विच यू ऑफर दैट इज बींग एक्सेप्टेड therefore he is called samsthanah parardhiparam as oh samsthanah sthanadah dhruvah there are two more words in this sentence that we will see tomorrow om purnamadah purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate पूर्णस्य पूर्णमादाय पूर्णमेवावशिष्य ओं शात शात शाति हरि ओं श्रीगुरभ्यो नम हरि ओम